we take you into a live BEP, the Extraordinary Podcast Community Event, where we are led by Lee Rosa, Keller Williams, Extraordinary Achiever, Small Business Owner Extraordinaire, on how to download on your year and how to set intentions and goals uh, and achieve those within a framework that makes sense in the new year. Uh, hopefully you get a lot of value. It's interactive. It's jam-packed. Enjoy. Ivan, welcome to the call, man. Appreciate you guys being in. Welcome, buddy. How you doing? Thanks for having me. Doing, doing great, man. Appreciate it. Guys, we're at 1230. We are going to go ahead and get started, although there may be some people coming in. I want to welcome you all um, to what I know will be an extremely valuable uh, exercise and workshop. Um, just a little bit of housekeeping. Um, I'm about to mute everybody out, so you will not have the capacity to unmute yourselves. We want to minimize distractions. That's number one. Number two, man, we've got a we've got an incredible, incredible leader, businessman, um, coach, mentor to a lot of us um, that's going to be here today. And I would just challenge everybody, man, when you're on these Zooms, it's easy to be distracted. Um, it's easy to see other screens. It's easy to, you know, see something that just might come in, a text that might come in or this or that. I really want to encourage you to be completely locked into the screen that you're looking at. Uh, be completely locked into this information. Get something out of it, and let's show um, our guest uh, just just how how dialed in um, we are. So, without further ado, um, we've got uh, and and again, those of you that are joining now, I want to welcome you, Nate. Welcome, Crystal. Welcome. Um, if I've missed anybody else, again, welcome everybody. But at this time, at this point, I'm going to turn it over to Brett Young, who is going to take it from here. Brett, I'm going to unmute you, Brett. Um, You've got the capacity now to unmute. So you're good to go. I feel privileged. Thanks, man. It's awesome to see everybody's awesome faces. You guys are rock stars. A lot of cool people that I uh, love deeply on this call. So, man, today is really special because, um, you know, Lee Rosa that you're going to hear from today um, is a great friend of mine. I've known him for God, like over 15 years at this point. But today... Yeah, we get to get him in his element because he's not only just an incredible human being and a, and a great friend, um, but he's one of those guys that I look up to a lot. He's the guy that you sit on the back patio and you have a three hour conversation about business and it's just dialed in. Um, you know, he's led hundreds of people. I think at this point he has 250 plus agents in his uh, office that he is the CEO of in uh, Aventura down in South Florida at this point. I'm sure it's more than that, but um, he, he's a real estate coach with Glover university. He, I mean, he charges a lot of money for his time. Uh, he's done goal setting and big high level planning for not only the CFOs in his office, his executive teams, other branches, other leadership. He's been with Keller Williams for a very long time, uh, done recruiting at a high level, just has a extremely, uh, uh, impressive pedigree as far as his background is concerned. So, um, I asked him if he would do this and we had to figure out some dates because his schedule so packed so dude i just want to say number one yeah you're by the way your screenshots of your schedule give me a heart attack it's pretty ridiculous but um i appreciate very much you making time for us we've got budgeted in an hour um hopefully i know lee's got a couple minutes afterwards that he can answer some q a and um but he's going to go through his presentation he's going to rip and then we'll open it up afterwards for a lot of questions and answers and so today is about figuring out what we want for the next chapter which is 2024 and beyond and I know some of the methodologies that he's going to talk about today, I've had a chance to hear 
Um, so I'm super, super excited for everybody to get a chance to dive in and hopefully we'll all learn something uh, today. So Lee, without further ado, man, just really appreciate it. Um, I'm sure Rod will unmute you, but you take it away, buddy. Thank you so much. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so, so much for the time. And uh, let me get my uh, screen shared here. Where did it go? Oh, there it is. All right. And here. Oh, shoot. Can you guys see my screen? The life plan? Stop sharing. Let me do this again. Technical difficulties and then slideshow. All right. So this should be up and running for you guys. And um, again, thank you so much for the time. And this is going to be about life and business planning uh, for next year. And of course, it's 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 going to be a a platform for you to leverage to uh, to to crush business and life going forward. So you guys introduced me. Um, I already went through it. This is awesome. You went through it. This is. Uh, bid. I've recruited over 800 agents in my career. Uh, my real estate team's closed over 1,800 uh, closings since 2005. I'm a, a alumni of UCF. Um, ran track and cross country, all that fun stuff. So let's start this with uh, laying a strong foundation uh, for today. And uh, what I want you guys to see is internalize this picture. Look at this picture and and just kind of. Wow. It's a house or a, a, a condo that literally just toppled over. And this is a picture of a, of a high-rise residential building in China that uh, was built without a strong foundation. It was built correctly. It was built solid. People lived in it. It was, and it literally just toppled over. And so if you ever have the opportunity to see a high-rise building that um, uh, a skyscraper, how deep they go into the ground in building that foundation so that something like this uh, doesn't happen. And so the higher you want your build, your, your career, the higher you want your, your uh, uh, life to go, to go or grow, the stronger and deeper the foundation has to be. So in preparing for 2024, um, let's go over kind of the purpose of setting goals. And the purpose of setting goals is truly just to create the best possible version of yourself. And in order to crush your goals, it's really about implementing systems. And systems is just doing the same thing over and over and over and over again on the path of pursuing your goals. And so if the systems that you're leveraging aren't lighting you up, then maybe they're just not the right goals, um, or you, maybe you're just not in the right environment. And so the pursuit of your goals really should bring out the best in you. Um, one of my mentors shared with me his dislike of the word goals. He said, there's a toxic relationship around the word goals. And yet, say to yourself, I know we're all muted, so, so just say to yourself out loud the word intentions. 
and I intend to close 100 transactions. I intend to go on 52 date nights with my wife. I intend to hang out with my friends more. Um, Verse, I have a goal of going on 52 date nights with my wife. And we just feel the vibration of the word intention. And they're the same thing. You intend to crush your goals. And at the same time, we just feel a little bit differently um, with that relationship of the words. So as we kind of dive in, look at this. We all know this picture right here. Um, and this is a picture of Michelangelo's David. And um, I, I had the opportunity um, to do a goal setting retreat a couple uh, months ago. And uh, the, the keynote of there was talking about clarity around our goals. And um, he shared with us this picture and we all looked and we're like, yeah, we all know what this is. But, but the story behind this really blew me away. And, and it, it stuck enough for me to share it with you guys. And this is the quote that Michelangelo said about the statue of David in regard to clarity. So hopefully you feel some type of way after reading this the way I did. Michelangelo said, I created a vision of David in my mind and simply carved away everything that was not David. And for those of you that don't know the story or the what this is, this was a giant block of marble. And he just carved away what was not his envision of David, and this is what was left. So with that being said, um, internalizing um, this little story in regard to um, your past goal setting or your past intentions, versus where we're going right now in this presentation in your 2024 and beyond. Michelangelo was pretty clear in what he wanted David to look like, and hopefully this has an impact going forward. So as a coach, I've learned that there's four powers that we can activate in people. Clarity, certainty, courage, and consistency. With that said, a personal drive towards your goals is simply a symptom of clarity. And of course, clarity is power. And so I wanna share with you guys a, a, a bit of a personal story about this. Um, about right before Thanksgiving, um, I was a bit burned out. My, my vision of what was important to me about what um, I wanted to do when I grew up was an absolute static. I, I, I just didn't really, I wasn't living my, 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 my greatest self or, or, or my purposeful self. And, um, thank goodness I had a vacation already planned, uh, a, a six night cruise with my wife and, um, family time before that. So I, I time blocked 10 days off of anything that is relationship to work. 
And thank goodness, because during that time, I slowed down. During that time, I didn't, uh, no one else's fire drill was my fire drill. And I embraced being on a cruise ship for six nights and not touching my email and not touching the world as as uh, I ended up coming back and turning on the news and this and that and, and, and realizing what the realities were when I was in fantasy world for these 10 days and just enjoying being present. And I came back with drive, with clarity and and really feel like an absolute new human. And so I share this with you because taking time off is a skill. And don't take that skill for granted. It takes practice. And that's not meant to be funny or a joke. Like, time off is vital. And recharging is vital. And I'm going to share with you guys a model that um, I subscribe to later on called the 137 model. And so we'll dive into that later about the skill of taking time off. Um, so let's dive into um, what we're going to do today. So this is an overview of what we're going to discuss. Uh, the eight gardens, first creation, second creation, which blew me away. What SMART goals are, the model of the 411, the life happiness audit, and um, a vital uh, model for preparation taught by Rock Thomas. Uh, called the Sunday system for success. So how do we create certainty in a world that is absolutely uncertain? And it's simply having a belief in yourself and what you're capable of, um, being reminded of your memories, and above all, something that we do as kids, but as we get older, maybe sometimes move away from using our imagination, slowing down and dreaming and thinking and and drive. And so we're, we're going to have some fun here. Hopefully, uh, you guys have taken a couple uh, noteworthy things um, before we got here, uh, before I got to this part. But uh, but with that said, um, let's let's dive in and have some fun. Um, so what are the eight gardens? Uh, the eight gardens are well, let me let me back up. Think of gardens as exactly what it sounds like. If you don't water or or um, uh, respect your plants, they're going to die. And these are what I subscribe to as the eight gardens uh, of our life. And um, that is, uh, oops, health and nutrition. Uh, let me go back. Lifestyle and adventure, uh, business and career, financial and investment, spiritual and or contribution, personal growth, intellectual, friends, family and relationships, and environment and culture. So let's kind of dive into these. Um, health and wellness is simply just that. Are you focused on working out, eating right? Um, uh, losing weight, uh, uh, meditation, uh, really focusing on being the best version of yourself. 
lifestyle and adventure is um what are you doing for fun what where are you going uh what is that what vacations are you going on what is your lifestyle and adventure uh spirituality and contribution where are you donating uh your time money um meditation uh going to the beach going on hikes where is your mental health at friends family relationships well exactly what it sounds like date nights uh uh dates with your kids um uh traveling with friends going to see them being present with those that bring you energy uh financial and investment exactly what it sounds like uh, how how focused are we on our net worth on on um what's going on in the stock market what's going on uh with our credit cards paying off debt if we have uh really diving in and honing in on that garden business and career um how many businesses do we uh manage uh what are how do we grow in and improve that area of our world uh what is this month's or this week's vision for success in each of these things and and so i have my hands in many different businesses as brett kind of shared at, at the beginning and the only way to keep each business moving forward is there has to be goals and what success looks like in each one to know if we're moving forward or backwards and what needs more watering or attention uh, than others. Personal growth, what does our growth plan look like? What books are we reading? What events are we going to? Um, where are we taking off or slowing down? Um, and, and we'll dive into a, a growth plan a little bit later. And environment and tribe, um, for me, that's, I have a leadership council at my office uh, of nine agents who I pour into, who, who selflessly uh, serve the agents in our, in our Aventura office. Um, another way to look at environment and tribe is what are um, our um, uh, Be Extraordinary group. That would be another tribe. Like, what is our uh, focus in that arena of our world? So the real takeaway here is if we don't know how to treat our garden or, or what it looks like to succeed in each one of these gardens, then inevitably they're going to die. Or uh, uh, think, uh, Gary Keller teaches this. Think of each one of these as uh, balls that we juggle. And we're juggling all eight of these at all times, yet a few of these are made of glass and a few of these are made of rubber. And I consider friends, family, relationships, and health glass. Because as we're juggling and we drop a rubber ball, it'll drop, it'll bounce up. It may bounce up at the same height that the other ones did. But if we drop our health garden or this ball in this example, it may scar, it may shatter. 
just like our family and friends. And so when considering what do we do in our gardens or what is the importance of this, it's knowing we're going to juggle. And we might not juggle all eight at all times, but the two, family, friends, and health, those, when we drop them, may never, ever come back. So consider those two in regard to the juggling. All right, so let's switch gears and dive into first creation, second creation, which is one of the most profound things I've, I've done and in, 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 was experienced in, in a while. Um, we did this exercise, and, and just for the sake of time, I'm going to walk you guys through a, a very abridged version of this. And so Coach Jordan Freed walked us through this exercise. We all stood up, and we all, um, he told us to, to spread out and take our hands, close our eyes, point it in front of us, close our eyes, and imagine you are like a top. And um, so, so first what he did was he said, I want you to take your hand, point it ahead, and I want you to turn as far back as you can, follow your eyes with your, with the, the, your pointer. And we turned around and reached back and saw, okay, I see back there. That's where my finger is pointing to. Then he said, all right, now close your eyes and I want you to visualize your hand your finger going all the way around, going to where you pointed, but continue the visualization as if you're a top, that you are 360 and you're able to see all the way around. And we all did it. Then he said, open up your eyes and point back in the same direction with your eyes open. And every single person pointed farther than they did the first time. And we were all like, whoa, this is insane. And he said, this is the observation of first creation, second creation. And it's that our minds are 3D printers and we are creating the realities around us. And so in this example, once we visualized what it looked like to go farther, our brain was able to create that in our reality, in our world. And our just hearts, I was like, this is unbelievable. And so the theory or the messaging behind this is now imagine first creation, second creation, all of your goals in your gardens and allowing the vibration in the universe to create the momentum necessary to go farther. And there's case studies about writing down goals versus not writing down goals and writing down goals and sharing goals with other people. There's, there's case studies about this all over. And this visualization just solidified it. So that's the, that's the, the, the methodology behind first creation, second creation. Reverse bucket list. This is one of my favorite simple tools that has the ability to change your world. And so a reverse bucket list is simply writing down your highs. Like what specifically have you done that you've crushed that you go, you know what? That was awesome. 
and just create a list of all the badass things that you accomplish and experience every year. And so I'm gonna walk you guys through this little this little story. So as I shared, I run I, I lead a leadership council in our office. And these guys are all agents who volunteer um uh uh to to raise their leadership lid and and really just crush their businesses selflessly and pour into our uh, office, which we call market centers. And so it was June of last year and I said, all right, guys, we're going to do an exercise. I'm going to give you 15 minutes and I want you guys to, um, well, no, I gave them the homework and I gave them each 15 minutes to share what they've accomplished year to date. So I said, hey, I want you guys to write down all the awesome things you've done this year and you guys will each have 15 minutes to share your story year to date. And so the first agent went and they shared like five or six things. The second agent went and they shared four or five things. And the next agent went and shared two or three things. And I went, all right, guys, I love that we're here and I can feel your energy is even higher. Yet, may I model the intention of this exercise? And they were like, yeah, 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 sure, sure. And so I took out my reverse bucket list and I went boom, boom. And I was telling stories, stories. And I had like 45 things. And their jaw just dropped because of the vividness of the stories that I was telling of all the badass things that I experienced so far that year. And I subscribe to a, a theory or, a, or a, a, a saying, don't apologize for being awesome. Don't apologize for being awesome. If you have a badass life, don't apologize, like share it, boasting and bragging, but yo, remember it. And so here's, here's where I, I got these guys to, to think a little bit differently. I was like, Hey, David, you got two kids. Like you, you didn't have any experiences with them this year. You didn't have, a, you just shared with me about, he just won his championship uh, basketball league. That wasn't part of this. And it was like, Oh, and I got them to slow down and go, oh my gosh, like there's no way with how fast our lives are about scrolling through social media that we're going to remember the badass things we did in January or February in June. So the reverse bucket list is slowing down every week, every month, jot down your cool experiences that you want to remember in December. And then imagine at the end of the year, looking back and going, wow, wow, look at all of this. And then you could go and remember those memories because they're there. So that's the reverse bucket list. And hopefully that one um, becomes part of your repertoire going forward in um, remembering what to remember. Then creating a bucket list. What do you want to accomplish? What are your big rocks going forward? And then drafting the five future greatest hits is taking what's on your bucket list and writing out 
what it looks like. What does it look like when um, you start your family? What does it look, and vividly write it out. What does it look like when you have a net worth of a million dollars? What does it, whatever your was on your bucket list, write out what those top five greatest hits are and look like. First creation, second creation, my friends. Put it out there. Allow the universe to bring it back to you. Because the quote I put at the bottom, a properly trained imagination should make the realization of your visions feel like deja vu. And I feel I can see some of your heads nodding and it's like, yeah, this is, this is what business planning is. It's slowing down, not apologizing for being awesome and allowing the universe to just bring vibration back to you because you deserve it. You deserve it. All right. So a model for goal setting, a model for goal setting. And this is a model by Gary Keller called Goal Setting to the Now. And so I put the, the, the target on the right-hand side as a visualization because that's kind of, it's not necessarily the target. It's we go outer to inner. So we start with a someday goal. And the someday goal might make people go, <laughs> it might make your family um, or your your older friends go, you? Come on. Write them down. What are your someday goals? Your big, hairy, audacious goals. Then, what is your five-year goal of your someday goal? Um. What is your one-year goal towards your five-year goal? What is this month's goal that is one-twelfth of the annual goal that is one-fifth of your five-year goal that is part of your someday goal? What is this week's goal that will move me closer to my month's goal? That will move me closer to my annual goal, etc. What is today's goal that will move me closer to crushing this week? That will move me closer to having a great month. That will move me closer to crushing my annual goal. Then what can I do right now? This moment that will move me closer to crushing today's goal that will move me closer to crushing this week's goal that will be closer to this month's goal so in order to kind of move this down the line think of your five-year vision and this is important because as humans we overestimate what we can accomplish in a year. 
and underestimate what we can accomplish in five. We underestimate what we can accomplish in a year. And then we feel some type of way because we're like, oh man, I didn't, but we under accomplish, underestimate what we can accomplish in five. So set your five-year visions with paragraphs. Write it out. What does it look like in each of our gardens in five years what we can accomplish? And so the messaging to right now has really set us up with or set you up to understand the power of models and a model is simply borrowing the best thinking models are simply borrowing the best thinking and so the 411 is a model for time blocking and efficiency and so i'm going to share with you guys how it works In order to move closer to goals, in order to assure that you're marching forward, it's important that all of your goals are smart. And smart simply means it's specific, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's repeatable, realistic, and it's timely. So I'll give you an example. I want to get better at my dialogues. Well, is that measurable? Like, can you measure that? Or better yet, I want to lose weight. Like, okay, that's an awesome goal, but how do you measure that you want to lose weight? Versus, I want to weigh 155 by December. Okay, is it specific? Absolutely. I know I will hit that goal when I weigh 155. Is it measurable? Yeah, you get on a scale and you either hit it or you didn't. Is it attainable? Absolutely. Based off of past performance, it's attainable. Can I set that as a goal and have it every month or every year? Yeah, it's 155. And by when? By the end of December. So smart goals allow you to not hide. And that's what, as humans, we, we, when we set goals, we say we want to do something that makes us feel good versus specifically cannot hide. This is the goal. It's specific. It's measurable. It's attainable. It's I can repeat it. It can be done over and over and over again. And by when will I accomplish said goal? So once we embrace SMART goals, we can then dive into what the 411 is. And it's a productivity tool that drives goal setting with a end result. It defines the activities that we have to do to get to the result. And so it's called a 411 and I'm going to show you guys what it looks like in a second because it's one annual goal. Well, not one, but but we have our annual goal. We have this month's 411, and then we have four weeks. 
So the 411 is designed to have 12 per year, one for each month. We have our annual SMART goal. We have this month's goals. And then we have what we will do this week. So rewinding back, we talked about the eight gardens. Okay, so what are your SMART goals, your annual goals for your gardens? What am I going to do this month to move me closer to crushing the goals that I'm going to focus on this month? And what am I going to do this week? So let me give you the visualization of this. This is what it looks like. Annual goals are at the top. Monthly goals are in the middle. And then what am I going to do this week? And so you reference your gardens and you slow down every week. And I'm going to share with you guys my model towards the end. Every week you slow down and you declare what would make this a great week, moving you one fourth closer to your monthly goal. What goes in these bottom section here is your big rocks or your 20% activities. Once you declare what would make this a great week, you then go into your calendar and you time block them. So if my goal is to lose five pounds this month, my top 20% activities for that would be um, tracking my calories. So seven days tracking calories, that's a SMART goal. And go to the gym and track results four days. All of that is SMART, specific, measurable, attainable, repeatable, and timely. Which would mean I'd have to have the gym on my schedule. And I would have to have a time block at the end of the day did I report my tracking? Now, here's the best part of this. We don't fill out the bottom section every uh, at, at the beginning of the month. You move things that don't get accomplished into the next week. So it becomes this living, breathing document that just allows you to stay, keep the main thing, the main thing. And so since the main thing's the main thing, what you erase, you got to replace. You got to put it back into your calendar somewhere because they were your goals to begin with. So don't allow life to static. It's because it, before I dove into the, like making this part of my ritual, um, keyword, it's part of my ritual, it's part of my weekly, is everyone else's BS became my BS. It became their their priorities became my priorities. And then I, 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 I got lost. And it's like, how can I run a real estate business? How can I run a real estate business? How can I run a coaching business? How can I do all these things? Because truth is, we all have the same time. We have the same amount of minutes, the same amount of hours. And yet this tool brings clarity to how some folks accomplish more than other folks. How some people can run multiple businesses and a, a healthy, successful, happy family. 
and other folks are absolute chaos at all times. This tool allows us to make the main thing the main thing. And I'm so grateful for Gary Keller to bring this into my world and my coaches in my past drilling me to assure that I build this skill. And so to close out on the 411, um, well, I'm going to talk about the four, how to audit the 411 in a second. Understand that this is a skill. And like all skills, it takes time. It takes practice. I sucked at this at the beginning. I forgot to do it some weeks at the beginning. And over time, it just became second nature because I like this being clear. And if you're like me, you want this to be clear too and what's important to you and not what everyone else wants it to be important. So hopefully after this, you guys will embrace this. And as you can see, you put the dates. Some weeks have five weeks in it or some months have five weeks. And so you could see the last week of December, I'm sorry, this is January's. Um, the last week of January has more than seven days in it. That's the way you do it. Do you do the first week? Do you do uh, the first week? Do you do the last week? Then I'll have a little bit more days. And then you just wrap in and then you move into the next month and you do it all over again. All right. So this is what I do at the end of every week, analyzing my 411. What was my goal? How did I do towards that goal? How do I feel about how I did? Based on what I did, what is my new goal? And based on that, what do I need to do to assure that the next week is successful, more successful, or better than the previous week? And then slowing down for a second and going, look, is there anything that might keep me from meeting these new goals this next week? And that could be, yeah, I'm going on a work trip for three days, and that's probably going to hinder my ability to do certain activities. So now I can reanalyze and restructure what I needed to do. Take this all as, it's like a, it's like a symphony. It's, hey, one thing leads to the other, which leads to the other, which leads to the other, which just becomes this beautiful sound all together. And if we slow down, we can speed up. And that's one of my, one of my previous mentors drilled that into my head. Lee, you go so freaking fast. Stop. Slow down. Slow down. So you can speed up. Because if you go 100 miles an hour, nobody wins. You're stressed out. You don't hit your goals. The business suffers. Your employees suffer. Slow down. And this is your opportunity to slow down every week and make the main things the main thing. So that brings us to one of my favorite tools, which is the life happiness audit. And I do this every quarter and I showed you guys this little visual to the right is just how simple it is. You take these activities 
and you guys could screenshot it you can of of, of the the this is kind of the uh, overview of like things that matter like how'd you do with your diet and intake of water that's pretty cool i love when you do that and the little fun thing comes up um how'd you do an exercise how do you do with dollar producing activities love for work romance children uh parents family uh your friends horizontal income that is passive income horizontal income is passive income um music and dance uh hobbies adventure and travel risk and excitement chill time future planning giving gratitude and then you can add other things that are important to you and so what i do at the beginning of each quarter is i rate each one on a scale of one through ten so diet and water i'd say hey i'm crushing my my diet i'm tracking my calories that's a eight and a half exercise oh yeah since i'm focused on my diet and 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 i'm going to the gym as often as i say i'm going to do i'm going to say that's a nine Dollar producing activities. Well, since I'm focused more on my health, I'm really not doing as much of my daily activities that I should be. I'm going to say that's a six and a half. And I'm getting stressed out at work because I'm not doing what I say I'm going to do. That's probably a six. Romance. Hey, me and my wife, we are crushing it. We are having so much fun. That's a nine. And so what you do is you mark all these and you slow down, think. So quarter, the start of the year, right? You do at the beginning of each quarter. You numerically write them all down and then tally it up. And then through the year, you go, you do each one individually. And then at, at the next quarter, you do it again. And then you see, it, is my life moving forward? Or is it moving backwards based off of the summary of the numbers at the bottom? And so this allows you to go, you know what, I'm, I'm slowing down in some of these areas, but some of these other areas, I'm picking it up, and my total life happiness audit is going up. Hey, cool. Let me now focus on the certain areas so we can get the overall number higher. What you focus on expands. And that's a law that, that we teach here at Keller Williams. What you focus on expands, and clarity is power. And so this just allows you to slow down to making the main thing, the main thing, which is happy. We all want to be happy. So this shares and shows us where we can focus to be a little bit more happy. All right. So now the model, the model for Sunday system for success. Now, once I implemented this, and this is a Rock Thomas model um, uh, that I learned from him, um, I truly gained clarity in my in my week and all of these models that I've shared before. I slow down on, to me, it's a Sunday. It doesn't need to be Sunday. It could be a Saturday for you. It could be a Friday evening. It's just called the Sunday system for success because that's when I do it. And so the first step is create a bunker. Creating a bunker means you let everyone know what you're doing. No one 
knocks on the door, no one comes in the room, you don't take calls, you bring coffee, water. I do it Sunday morning around 10-ish. If I get up earlier, I'll do it a little bit earlier. I do it first thing on a Sunday. I have um, awesome music playing. I do like Baroque or like, like, uh, like, a, like an atmospheric type of music where just my brain just is allowed to go on its natural frequency. Um, you listen to whatever you feel you need to, but the key is that you got your favorite beverage, you got privacy, um, and you can allow your brain to, to do what it's supposed to do. Bring out your tools, like your 411. Uh, I live in my Google Calendar. Um, I subscribe to the idea if it's not in my schedule, it doesn't exist. So with that said, um, my calendar's there and of course my journal because I'm always gonna reflect on what I wrote down during the week. And um, transparently, I just started journaling and uh, I, I started building the journaling habit like four years ago. And I just finally made it a habit in the last year. And so if journaling isn't your thing yet, just know it, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a process. And to me, if you're like me, I get sick and tired of being sick and tired about not remembering things and not like getting things out of my head. And so I just finally started working on that and it became now a habit. And I, I, I journal every day about what's awesome, what's not, what, I, what makes a perfect day, a perfect week and implement this in my Sunday system for success. I go into my calendar and I visualize well, I write down what I do at 6 a.m., at 6.30, at 8, at 9, what my appointments are for my week. And I write it all out in a, um, in a written calendar. Even though it's in my Google calendar, I slow down and I write it out. And when I started implementing this, it goes back to first creation, second creation. My week starts going the way I planned it. I now know what I'm doing on Wednesday. I know what's important to me on Thursday. And when people start to want more of my time, I can easily say, because I've already visualized what would make this a great week, that doesn't fit in it. So I can say no. I can say no. Because what we say yes to, we're saying no to something else. And... What I've learned in my coaching time is that more times than not, it ends up being our family that we're saying no to. And so with all that being said, when we visualize what makes a powerful, powerful week, we got clarity in what's important and what's not. Because we wrote it out, we visualize when I'm going to the gym, and if I don't make it, I know I got to replace it. I got to move it to the afternoon. And, and, and why didn't I make it? And I can now analyze based off of the Sunday system for success to just get a little bit better. I review my finances. Um, uh, where did I spend money? Where did I not? Uh, uh, did I pay my bills? Did I... Um, uh, uh, what it, it, once a month I do my net worth and I, I analyze that. I look at my different accounts and visualize and analyze so that I'm marching towards my goals. 
Um, this was something I didn't do for years, guys. Um, and uh, transparently, at the beginning of my real estate career, I built $60,000 in debt. I paid it off, thank goodness. But since I'm such a smart guy, I then built $30,000 in debt. Thank goodness paid that off. And I've been debt-free since 2011. Now, that's not me. I'm not saying that to impress you, yet to impress upon that what you focus on expands. And if you are conscious about your spending habits, you can make them better and or assure that you just reduce your stress level. So, so take that for whatever it's worth. No judgment and clarity is power. I slow down and review my wins, my successes, my learning opportunities. I look at what meetings were canceled um, uh, it, for, for my recruiting side. And okay, who do I need to follow up with? Uh, why did they cancel? And I just analyze and I slow down. So again, I can just move a little bit better and farther. 1% better compounds. Um, and then I have some journaling prompts uh, that, that I leverage. Um, and am I perfect in all of this? No, I'm not. But at least I'm conscious about what is important and what I need to do. And it's just building the habits of getting a little bit better. All right, we're down the home stretch. This is the last side. So with that said, um, share your goals with your family. Share your goals with your kids. Um, kids are your number one accountability partners. If you tell them, hey, when I do this, we're going to Disney World, odds are they're going to ask you every day if you did it. Um, put it on your wall, put it in your bathroom, put it on your uh, 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 refrigerator, put it in your office, put your goals everywhere because life is static. And if we're not laser focused on what our main things are, everything else becomes a priority. Um, consider building a vision board and a vision board um, uh, is, uh, here's, here's a little uh, pro tip. Get if if a vision board is important to you, consider getting a uh, digital uh, uh, portrait, like uh, one of those digital picture frames, and just put your um, uh, things that you want in your vision board in there. Put it on your desk and just have those in rotation, scrolling on your desk instead of like this big board and cutting out things. You can find so much more things on the internet. Um, that you could put into that little picture frame and it's just on rotation. The 137 model. This is my, after what I shared with you guys about my 10 days off at Thanksgiving, which vulnerably was so important. Like, so important. I was making very silly decisions. Um, and when I slowed down and I took time off, it allowed me to regroup. So the 137 model is this. One day off a week. For those of you that work seven days a week, shame on you. And I say that, and if that makes you feel some type of way, shame on you. One day off a week. You don't get a prize for working 70 hours a week. Nobody gets a prize for that. Be efficient with your time. So one day off a week. One three-day 
weekend a month and one seven-day vacation a quarter. It doesn't mean you need to go somewhere. It means you shut off. Doesn't mean you got to go on a trip. It means you stop checking your email. You don't return calls. You let everyone know that you are recharging and regrouping because there's a reason, guys, that when you fly, when you get in an airplane, they say, hey, if the cabin loses pressure, put your mask on first so that you can actually help those around you. And that's what this model does. And this is something that I'm implementing in my life, in my career, um, because just a couple weeks ago, I would not have been able to bring this, this vibe to you guys right now uh, because I, I wasn't here. And now I'm, let's go. So in summary, it's not in your schedule. It doesn't exist. Um, you teach people how to treat you. That one, guys, you teach people how to treat you. Oh, this person, do no, they're doing it because you let them do it. You teach people how to treat you. You are important. How you think is important. How much time you take is important. And of course, what you focus on expands. So this over here is a raft, another uh, Rock Thomas tool, um, which is a goal setting tool. What is the result that you want? Uh, what are uh, the reasons or what is, how will this benefit you? And what will it cost if you don't achieve it? What are the action steps that you're going to take, which you will put in your 411? How will you know if you're moving towards that goal? And then what do you do once you hit it? What are the thrills? What are the victories? What do you get to do when you hit that goal? Uh, what is the carrot? And so with that said, um, last slide is us vibing, grinding. I didn't check any of the things in the chat, but um, hopefully uh, you guys can implement just a couple percent of what we talked about here. Lee, thank you very much, man. I, dude, I, I'll start it off, and I know we're at a, an hour, which is amazing, and I know you've got some time that you've yep. budgeted to go over. So um, if anybody, obviously, you want to respect your time, but I have gotten um, uh, confirmation from you that you're willing to stay on for a little bit longer, which is awesome. So thank you. I have a quick question about – I want to be selfish here for a minute. I'll kick it off. Is When you talked about the 411 and how you break it down with that template, number one, I'd love to get the template if you're willing to share it in the group. I'm sure other people have that question. And then secondly, I, you know, I have a planner where I have my to do's, you know, and I basically write out my, you know, my day every day and I do one vital six most. It's like just the, the tactical stuff that needs to be done, but I can totally see how I don't have my goals attached to my daily deal. Do you do both of those? Do you have a planner that you do to do tactically and you use both? Or do you somehow combine them and that's just a template that you use on like a Sunday to check where you're at? Great question. <clears throat> so the 411, um, here, let me let me actually pull it up so that. Um... All right. So you see here, you have personal side, business side. So this is what I absolutely want to accomplish. Now, what goes here is your most important things that will move whatever gardens you want to focus on going forward. Now, this is 
what you plan your week on. So you're going to have, I'll speak directly to you, you're going to have tasks that you have to execute to move things forward. So, so think of, it's, it's called the Pareto Principle. And the Pareto Principle says 20% of our actions will yield us 80% of our results. Yet the reality is most of us focus on the 80% because it makes us feel better. It makes us just, oh, I'm accomplishing things and I'm checking things off, but it's not the rocks. It's not the real things. And so we, we were now conscious of our 20% activities and you're going to have a ton of other tasks that are in your daily to do that you just check off. So at the end of the week, you look at how much of my top 20 activities did I accomplish? Does that make sense? Which are on that sheet. So you're cross-referencing going, okay, I'm looking at all the stuff I did. It was crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. How many of these were actually on my sheet? And then I'm taking inventory and then I'm taking what doesn't, what hasn't been done. And I'm moving them to my like tactical daily planner that I would use. Your 411 cool. and your daily planner are going to be two different documents. You're going to technically carry them around both. Um, but when you plan your day, you're going to analyze where in my, um, sure. where in my 411 am I fitting in my rocks? Cool. That answers my question. Thank you. I'm here for you guys. What else? I got a question, Lee. Thank you, buddy. I got multiple pages of notes. Um, a lot of this is just sparking. Some of it's brand new, which is awesome. Some of it's sparking stuff that I've gone through, which equally is valuable. Um, but I think specific to breaking it down, as you just mentioned, that that's clear to me. I'm just curious in your own process. Sometimes in the scope of a year, when you break it down monthly, quarterly, or whatever it is, and you're trying to get all the way through 12 months, is there a certain time frame where you'll go out as far as planning your weeks? Or are you or did I hear you right that you'll plan the month and then break down the weeks before those months months come? Does that make sense? That question makes sense? Yes. Because because yes. if I'm so, looking at next July, right, I might not have an idea of what's really relevant that needs to happen within that month yet, right? Yeah. So you're you know what you're not we all know, hey, um, you know, we're going to do something Memorial Day weekend. We're going to do something um, for Friendsgiving, for example. Like we, we know that that's happening, but it, you don't need a plan specifically what you're going to do in November in, in January, but you know what your rocks are. So you, I'll give you an example for our uh, my training calendar um, here in my office. Like we're gonna plan out the year, but it's more or less in pencil. the The year is pencil. It's okay. I know where I'm gonna kind of fit this stuff in. Um, like uh, uh, I'll give you another example. If if health is a goal, and we know we want to hit a certain number, we may not be ready to hire a a, fit, a trainer in January. But we know, all right, quarter two, that's when I'm going to accomplish that. So think of it as the the um, uh, goal setting to the now, where that's someday, five year. But it's really now break it down into your year as, okay, I'm going to get these somewhere in the year um, that's important to me. And then I'm going to 
analyze where am I doing these annual goals this month? And then if I don't get it in this month, cool, let me move it into the next month if it's possible. Or you know what, this is going to be a Q2 thing that I'm going to do. And then when you look at your Q2 at the end of Q1, where is it going into those months? Makes sense. Thanks, dude. Any, uh, I mean, I know everyone's muted, but anyone have any questions? Raise your hand uh, at the bottom, and and we'll we'll address it. I got time. I'm, I time blocked a, another little bit of time here, so we're 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 good. I'm here for you. I was just going to ask if you could share, if you haven't already, the the frameworks, the four one ones, and the stuff from the slides. If you're able to, man, that'd be helpful. Yeah, I'm gonna put. I'll put it in the in the community. For sure, I'll put the raft. I'll put the four one one, um, uh, and and other PDFs that that I I use. And and so so when it comes to uh, I'll, I'll say this, so there, there's there's kind of three schools of thought. One is um, I'm going to do everything online, and I'm going to type everything in, and and I'm going to do everything online. The other school of thought is, um, which I've embraced, is digital planning, where I leverage my iPad, I got my pen, my Apple Pencil, and I've uh, I use an app called GoodNote Six, and um, I purchase a digital planner. Uh, they're super, they're they're very inexpensive. I want to say it's like fifteen dollars for the year. And they do all the hard work for you. It's already organized. And then you take PDFs and then you you slide them in along with what they've already created. And they're all like hyperlinks. So you, you click this and it goes to your annual. You click this, it goes to the week. Click this, it goes to the day. And they they the technology is awesome. But I live in that. I've practiced that. Um, whereas uh, the third is the old school. Take it out. You write on it with your with your pencil or your pen, and you you just roll with it. So three schools of thought for kind of what your strategy is. Hey Lee, I have a question. Um, when when you're looking at your goals in in the year, you know, is is there a wide range of of number of goals? I know, like you know, you got the yearly, then you break it down monthly, daily, like. If you took all those things, it'd be a lot, right? But, you know, can you give some context of like, okay, I have this many yearly goals, then I end up with this many monthly, daily kind of, what's that kind of look like for you? Yeah. Two, three in each category, right? Like we can get so lost and have creative avoidance in, well, I need to get three more goals before I can get started versus, it's a choose your own adventure. And I might be dating myself with that. Um, but that was a book back in the day where you, you read the first 30 pages. And then at the end, it says, if you want to make a left on the road, turn to page 73. And you want to make a right on the road, turn to page 24. And so it's a choose your own adventure. Don't overthink it. Your goals are your goals. Um, you might have more goals in the health world than you will in your spirituality. Like for me, in my spiritual, I have one. 
and it's a certain amount of meditations. For you, it might be go to church 45 weeks of the year and meditate twice, you know, uh, 150 times this year and go to the beach 14 times. To me, it's just, to me, in that section, it's just one thing. It's when am I slowing down to clear this? So it's a choose your own adventure and, and don't, and I'm not speaking to you, just in general, when it comes to goal setting, avoid creative avoidance. Creative avoidance is I can't get started because I'm not ready because, well, let me go do this over here before I get started. Just set one right now. And if you feel that something's speaking to you to set two, set two there. If it's three, don't have a whole thing where you're like, oh my God, this is now a job. That's not the, that's not the point of this. It's not supposed to be a job. It's supposed to give you clarity. So you crush life. All right. What's up, Ray? Oh, you're muted, buddy. Sorry, say that again. Can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, cool. Thanks again, Lee. Uh, awesome stuff. Uh, resonates a lot in general. But something that I fight sometimes is kind of a recalibration throughout the year as these goals arise and something new comes in that may contradict something originally thought was going to be beneficial. So, you know, how do you approach that? you know, as these things come up, especially if something comes up that you didn't really think about once these things start to actually start happening to recalibrate and say, you know, I thought it would be great, but now it's not. This is how I have to recalibrate it. Yeah, a, a great question. Um, it goes back to the beginning when we consider the word goal versus the word intention. It reduces all the stress of, well, do I change this? Do I change this? The purpose of a goal is to have something to march towards to become a better human. Because when we hit the goal, whatever that means, we should be the, we become the human that we need to become to accomplish that goal. So if goals should always be in pencil, because your life changes, things evolve. And so if we're slowing down each week, or better yet, if we, if we are clear in what would make this a great month, which would be clarity of what we want to accomplish this quarter, we're always marching towards who we have to become to hit said goal or our intention of accomplishing this. So it becomes this journey. And 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 it, the journey is the whole purpose of this. It's not the accomplishment. Because let me ask you guys this. If you're like me, I've accomplished certain goals and I didn't feel any different when I accomplished it. It was like, oh, I got it. Now what? The embracing of the process or the path, which is really where all the vibe and energy comes from. And so we have this like, crazy relationship with goals and it's i i'm i'm awesome because i hit it and i suck because i didn't mm. become who you are becoming because this is said goal because this is my intention and so the 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 models i shared just allows you to stay conscious while you're on the journey instead of 
I'll give you an example. I went on a hike two years ago with my wife and one of my best friends from preschool. And we were in Las Vegas and it was January and we went on this, this, this hike and we were like three hours into this hike and we hit this place and we went right when we should have went left. And we went like 30 minutes and we went, oh shit, I don't think we're supposed to go here. And we turned around and we're like, um, we have no service. What do we do? Well, right now our goal was to not die. <laughs> Straight up. It was just, it was not dying. And then we went on this thing and we ended up on the side of a mountain where literally the rocks to the right of us were falling off the mountain. And let's just say it would have been a 30 second fall until we hit the ground and the rocks are literally. And so we're just like, okay, now we're racing against time. So our goal was to go on this beautiful hike. And then the intention became to just not die. And then it was to not fall. And then it was to get help. And then it was to get cell phone service. And so all these different evolutions of the goal, when the experience is really what we intended. Mm. So much so, guys, that my, my, my buddy, he was in sliders with no socks, shorts and a t-shirt. Like, we had no intention of going on this, like, life-defying hike. And that's what life is. Just go on the journey and be conscious along the way. Track the progress. Use the reverse bucket list to just go, yo, life is pretty damn awesome. Does that help? Cool. Yeah, it's great. I love that. That 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 story is something else. Like that's a story for another day. But I put on. I kind of so, want to so go on up. that hike with you now. <laughs> Yo, so on my reverse bucket list that year, I put didn't die at picture at um uh whatever the 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 hike was. That was on my reverse bucket list because we we literally like stopped for a second and we we sat as a huddle and we're like. Like, this isn't okay. Like, you're, you're in, we're in, in Vegas in January. You're going to freeze if we don't, like, like, we were like, what do we have? We were taking inventory. I called my mom and I was like, hey, I finally got served. I was like, I might die. <laughs> it was awesome. And yet it was the most fun I'd ever want to have again. What else? I, I, uh, Lee, I'll take the pause from everybody and and uh, and use this as a time to number one, thank you. Um, obviously, if there's anybody else that has anything, let's let's use this time to wrap up. But uh, number one, Lee, want to thank you for your time, man. That was rich. Uh, Thirteen pages of notes. Um, <laughs> not that that matters, but uh, I, I I just felt like I couldn't write fast enough, man. Um, it it was practical. It was. I don't think anybody there couldn't relate. Um, even on the things that seem to be a little intricate, you you made them seem extremely simple. And what I like most about anything, and I'm speaking for myself, is it's easily implemented into your into what you're doing right now. So, and I love the vulnerability about how it took you a certain amount of time for journaling, and how it took you a while to be bad at this, and and now you've got this built into your fabric. So, um, 
to welcome everybody uh, at this point to maybe if you've got more questions, everybody has access to the community. Um, I think this is rich enough that there'll be a lot of dialogue and there'll be a lot of future um, uh, banter regarding this session. Um, but at this point, um, we're going to we're going to allow you Lee to move on, man. Again, thank you so much for, for being on time and then allowing yourself extra time for Q and a and to everybody from the community and everybody from urban young and everybody that stopped what you were doing, um, to join today and pour into this and take it serious and not be distracted. Um, I I'd call this a huge success and just want to thank everybody for, uh, for your, for your, for your participation. So with that guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up.